from San Diego, California, it's the Frug Life Podcast with your host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frug Life. Today, I got an email from Ramit Sethi with 10 Money Rules. And I thought it was interesting enough that I wanted to share it with you, my audience. If you don't know, Ramit Sethi is the author of I Will Teach You to Be Rich. And I'm pretty sure I shared a review of his book on this podcast. If so, there'll be a link in the show notes to that episode. So let's dive right into it. Rule one, always have one year of emergency fund cash. Ramit goes on to explain he used to say six months but after COVID-19, he's upped it to 12 months. And you know, I agree with this idea. Now, you personally don't necessarily need to have 12 months, but if you do want to have 12 months, I support you in that. One of the purposes of having money, at least in my mind, is peace of mind. And if having 12 months of expenses saved up in cash gives you that, gives you peace of mind, I say it's money well used. Some people might say it's too much money, that you should have less of an emergency fund. And I say, use it in the way that benefits you the most. His next rule, rule two, is save 10%, invest 20% of gross annual income. I think this also is a pretty good rule. My heart isn't set on the percentages in particular. If you know me, I save and invest everything I can. I don't even know the number offhand. I should try to calculate it, I suppose. But I'm in a chapter of my life where I am living pretty much as frugally as I can, where I am investing as much as I can and saving as much as I can. But I think for most people, this 10% saving and 20% investing is a good number. So I say you can go higher, but you probably shouldn't go lower. Now, Ramit also uses this point to say that he can spend money on small things and not worry about it, like spending money on appetizers. Next is rule three. Be able to pay in full for large expenses before spending. For important purchases, save enough that cost is not the primary factor in my decision. And that is also 100% true. You don't want to finance your wedding on debt I guess the only exception for that is a house. Uh, he says a house, but if you live in California, like me, buying a house in cash is simply not possible unless you are so well-to-do. But in general, I agree with this principle as well. I say never get into consumer debt. Always pay off your credit card. Don't borrow for things that aren't a house. Next is rule four. Never question spending money on books, appetizers, health, or donating to a friend's charity fundraiser. And to this, I say, question spending money on whatever you want. As far as books are concerned, go to the library and check out a book for free. In fact, that's how I read Ramit's book. I went to the library, checked it out, and read it for free. And so books are invaluable sources of knowledge. But you actually don't necessarily need to buy them. You can borrow them, and you get all the knowledge. So if you are spending tons of money at Barnes & Noble buying paper books, uh, maybe you should question that. And as far as appetizers go, 
just eating an entree without an appetizer might be effective dieting for you. So again, you could, with good reason, question spending money on an appetizer. Now, as a treat, definitely treat yourself. So that's, you know, okay. When you spend money on your health, you have to be aware of what you're spending your money on. There is a whole industry of health supplements that do little to nothing for you. And so also you should question what you spend on health because some things don't do anything and they cost a lot of money. And as for the last point he was making, your friend's charity fundraiser, well, maybe my new nickname is going to have to be Mr. Scrooge instead of Mr. Frug. But you're under no obligation to donate to your friend's charity fundraiser if you don't want to. If you do, go for it. But if you don't, you have no obligation. His next rule, rule five, is business class on flights over four hours. And to this rule, I say, that's nonsense. You can fly coach like everybody else. Actually, I've very rarely been on a four-hour flight, so maybe I'm not the best one to opine on this, but personally, I'm definitely not in a place to fly business class everywhere. Rule number six, buy the best and keep it as long as possible. And this rule is potentially pretty good. If you buy good things and they last a long time, you're probably going to be better off than you bought very cheap stuff and let it wear out real quick, especially with tools and equipment, I think. A good pair of boots will last you a long time. A cheap pair of boots will not last you a long time, and you'll be miserable every step of the way. Rule 7. No limit on spending for health or education. And also to this I say, oh yes, there should be a limit. True, investing in your health can be a good idea. He specifically mentions a personal trainer, and if that is helpful to you, you may have health benefits that outweigh the financial costs. But that's not a free ticket for anything you want. Likewise, when he says education, he specifically mentions courses, events, etc. But also, I think that is a bad idea. There are no blank checks. For example, if you wanted to go to an expensive private school and would put you like a million dollars in debt, I say no, no way. Don't go a million dollars in debt for anything. Now, maybe a million dollars is kind of an exaggeration. At the same time, he said no limit. So what's stopping me? Rule eight, earn enough to work only with people I respect and like. I think this is a great goal. I'm not sure about how good it is as a rule. In fact, it may be kind of difficult to live by that. Rule number nine, marry the right person, which also is a great rule. Shout out to Mrs. Frug. Okay, rule number 10, prioritize time outside the spreadsheet. Ramit says, a rich life is lived outside the spreadsheet. Running another Monte Carlo analysis won't change things. At a certain point, you won the game. Now get out of your chair and turn the page to the next chapter. And I guess I should specify, these are Ramit's rules for himself, and he says your rules may be different. And in fact, I would go on to say your rules should be different. You can set your own financial rules for yourself. And I'm hoping to share some of my rules with you more in depth in the near future. All right. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode of the show. I hope you enjoyed. And as always, stay frugal. Mm -hmm.